Hey everyone, this is Jenny. This is Hillary. And happy St. Patrick's Day! What a great day, always. Always. Just a great excuse to think about the Irish and drink a lot, which we don't really need a day for. <laughs> we gotta do that 365 days a year. <laughs> yeah. But it's it. nice to know that everybody else is doing the same thing. Exactly. Everyone's Irish. I don't know about in your town, but in my town, everyone is all of a sudden Irish. It is hilarious. It, it's like madness here. What? Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder what it'll be like this year. So last year, not we did an episode. Oh my gosh, y'all. If you haven't listened to it, you got to go back and listen. We told funny Bono encounters in Dublin right for our last St. Yes. Patrick's Day yes god that so it feels like yesterday but it also feels like a hundred years ago it, to me it feels like a hundred years ago it was crazy and that was also man when Ireland shut down pubs for St. Patrick's Day that's when you knew shit was going down with this pandemic yeah. oh my goodness that was like oh my god we're all gonna die <laughs> <laughs> But we're here now, and I know that Ireland, especially, and I know Dublin for sure, is still in a heavy lockdown. But I, we, I hope yeah. our boys are keeping it safe. Yeah, me too. Well, we saw a picture of Ed recently, all decked out in his mask and shield. So, I feel hopefully. like that sounds like he's a superhero. The Edge. The Edge. But we already <laughs> like know he's that he's got a he mask is. and a shield, like Captain America. Oh, like a Captain America shield. <laughs> yeah. The Edge. I just, like, I made a superhero. The Flash. <laughs> the Edge. The Flash. The, the Spider-Man. The Edge. Well, what are you... <laughs> The Flash, the Spider-Man, and the Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put the in front of all superheroes' names from now on. I actually think... No, the the, um, original name for Spider-Man was the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. But it had a the. But I think... I think a lot of those actually... The Batman, I think a lot of them actually started off with the. But somehow they lost it. Yeah, it just kept his the. Well, you can't... I mean, how much is I'm the Batman? (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> the same effect the Batman. as Batman. No, it doesn't. It doesn't roll off. No, I'm it doesn't Batman. feel. It's like get to the point. Come on. Are you drinking anything right. for our St. Patrick's Day celebration? I am. I am having uh, several baby Guinnesses. Oh, in how honor of, Yeah. Might need to have some of those later. I am drinking my Jameson cold brew straight out of the bottle. Because there's not much left, and I thought, why waste a glass? True that. Why dirty it? Mmm. I love this cold brew so much. But so we thought, since Ireland is kind of shut down right now, that we might take a little tour of some of our favorite spots on the Emerald Isle. And a lot of what we're giving you is opinion, and as far as what we understand so just don't fact check us <laughs> just just believe us so we made a list of like five places 
I'm, I'm sorry, we made a list of a whole bunch of tourist places that we had been in Ireland and then just together decided on five of them to talk about. And mostly, this, this is pretty lighthearted. This is not your encyclopedic podcast episode about these locations. No, no this is definitely not a, a tart talk. This is tart style. Yeah, not a tart... Yeah, it's not a tart talk, so... No. Not at all. It's been a crazy week, so I know I'm ill-prepared, but we're just yeah. playing it by ear, like Absolutely. we always do. Yep. <laughs> it's when we do our best work. Maybe. Yes. Well, should we go Sometimes. with... <laughs> we can pretend it, so... Yeah. Well, should we, should we get going? We should. Okay. So the first on my list is Kilmainham Jail. Kilmainham Jail was built in 1796 and commissioned in 1924. At one point, Kilmainham had many of the rebels from the Easter Rebellion, including Michael Collins and De Valera and Pierce and Parnell and all the names you see if you're in Dublin and you're getting on a the train all the <laughs> stations are named Pierce and right. such but it, they had a courtyard where they executed people and um, when you go visit you can actually go to that yeah. courtyard um, I've been twice and you know, I don't really have a very formed opinion on ghosts, but yeah. if there are ghosts, they are in there <laughs> because it's creepy. It is creepy. And I, when we went together, I've only been there once, but the one time I seem to remember that I had to go to the bathroom and it took me a while to find it and get back. And you were worried that the ghost took me away. I was worried. I know. I really was worried. It was a really long time. I had to go all the um, way to the end of the tour and after the gift shop, and then make my way back. It took a while. God, I had to <laughs> pee like crazy. I also think I maybe started to fall asleep during the movie that they showed when you went to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you might be familiar with the inside of Kilmainham because it appeared in U2's video for a celebration. Yeah. Also, the inside w- was also in, featured in in the name of the father. Yes. So there you go. It's a really interesting place and it's it has this huge historical um, meaning. It's just scary like to think that people live there in these conditions and spend their lap their last days you know in this awful cold jail it's just kind yeah. of alarming and everything was very small the doorways were small everything was small but it's really really yeah. cool and it's fun to see where the steps that bono danced on in his amazing red pants <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that so, was amazing it was um, amazing so for Irish history, go check it out. And for YouTube history, go check it out. Yes. Yeah. Do it. It's, um, it's, and if you're there, it definitely is worth a visit. They have a really good tour. I went like 
almost 10 years apart, I guess. And I had the yeah. same tour guide both times. No, you did not. Yeah, same oh guy. Because he just did a really good job. And I remember, I just remember him. He just looked like your typical little 40-ish Irish guy. And it was the same guy who did both tours. He must be the only one that does tours. Or oh maybe. my gosh, I don't remember that about your tour guy. That is crazy. Yeah, definitely, definitely was the um, the same tour guide. Oh my gosh. Yep. So visit it if you're there. And if not, yep. check out the video for a celebration and watch In the Name of the Father. Yeah. And it's in Dublin. Did we mention that? It is in Dublin. I don't know. It is in Dublin. Yeah. Um, because not most things we're mentioning are, but not everything. Yeah, it's not. It's it is in Dublin, but it's not really easy to get there. I think both times I went, we took a car, not public transportation. Yeah, I think we took a taxi or something, because it's not like yeah. right in Dublin city proper and. No, I have to look on a map to see exactly where it is, but I'm pretty sure we got a lift there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we, we did. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Hillary. That was wonderful. Okay. <laughs> the next spot we want to talk about is Newgrange, which I admit when I get to Dublin City, I have a hard time getting out of the city. But God, every time I do, it is so worth it. In Newgrange, which is north of Dublin, it is in the Boyne Valley in County Meath, is an old passage tomb from 3200 B.C. It predates the Stone Age, which blows my mind. It predates the pyramids, which is insane to me. The... And the entrance, which is really, really, really skinny, lines up with the winter solstice. It is one of the coolest things I have ever seen and been in. It, it definitely is. So one day a year, at the right time, the, the sun will get into this little crevice that's the door and light up the inside mm -hmm. of this monolithic it's, Yeah, thing. it's the skinny passage... A, a barely a normal size adult can get through like long passage and then there's this little little tiny room circular room at the end where I think I don't know if people are buried there I don't remember people are buried there or if it's a place that they rest before they're buried do you remember so I think I think people are were buried there but I don't think that that wasn't the original intention of right okay Newgrange. It was a calendar. A calendar, but it's also you'd you'd know. Yeah, but I think also the honor of the I mean, the the people who died that were put in there were like, you know, high up on the rankings. Yeah. I was saying these are really important facts, folks. So don't write this stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't write it down. We obviously don't remember from the tour guide. No. It's really, really cool, and my my take on it, and, and I'll never get over this, because it was just, you know, in before I was born, a man landed on the moon. You know, yeah. I can call my friend in Australia, 
on my cell phone right now. We're doing this podcast and people all over the world hear it. They're giant skyscrapers. And Newgrange is still shocking. It's that big. So like I've seen all of this. I've lived through all of this and I'm still blown away by it. Can you imagine like being on your horse or something or walking down a trail and all of a sudden seeing that? Oh my god. Anytime like even, you know, 200 years ago, even, you know, not in recent right, more recent history to see that it must have been just so alarming. Right. You know? Because uh, to me, it was just on a scale I've never seen. I've never, and I've never been to the pyramids. But me neither. No. It blew my mind that it was that big, and I just can't imagine. You know, if we had that reaction, I can't imagine what people had. You know, in hundreds and thousands of years ago when they yeah. saw it, because because it is huge. Again, but the inside where you can go is very small, so it's really interesting. Yeah. It has the, and I think that they, I don't think they're all original, but they, it has the, like these carvings, these stone carvings that you see everywhere. They're like a swirl. There's some significance there. Yeah. Um, but oh no, it, yeah, when you go in, you have to, they, t- I remember they told us you have to put your purse around your neck. Yeah. Because you can't have anything on the side because it's so narrow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you're claustrophobic, don't even, don't, don't even, even think about it. I have a friend that was carried um, out of there. She she doesn't see, think of I, herself as claustrophobic, but she had to be carried out of there. I try totally, not to touch the sides, I, like to try and preserve the rock. Like try not to touch the sides, but it's like right. I can't get any smaller. Right. No, it's uh, it's real. I'm so glad we went, and I'm um, I'm not claustrophobic. But that got to me. Me too. I had to remember to breathe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I don't, I mean, I'm really good with like enclosed spaces. Like I had an MRI and I was fine. I fell asleep. (laughs) Nothing bothers me like that. Right. I'm good in like coffin situations, but that got me. (laughs) You know what for me it is? To me, it's not the tight space. It's the way out that makes me feel claustrophobic. So it's, so the fact that there was no quick way out of there. Yeah. Quick, easy way out of there. You had to like make your way through this passage. I think that's what made me be like, Jenny, you're fine. You're safe. Just breathe. Listen to the tour guide. Right. And I, I totally get that. I mean, there's no emergency exit. It's no. not built. It's not built with modern day, no. you know, fire rules <laughs> at all. That is definitely an excellent point. That that's terrifying. That you don't. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things where it's just like, may the odds ever be in your favor if you got to get out of there. That's. <laughs> you're. You, yeah. You're toast. But anyway, yeah. go. It's amazing. It really it is, is amazing. So and, and especially being. Hillary and I both, you know, we obviously born, live, and grew up here in America where stuff just isn't so old. Like, so something that is that, I mean, there's friggin' houses in Ireland that are older than our oldest stuff here. Right, absolutely. (laughs) Something that old, like over 5,000 years old, is just crazy. And you're right, a lot of it has been like rebuilt and reconstructed. But the, um, I feel like those carved stones might 
I don't want, don't quote me to their originals. I feel like a lot of the stuff around the sides has been replaced to maintain structure. Yeah, they did a good job with it because a lot of the stuff you can't tell if it's new right. or old to just assume that it's all old, yeah. I guess. They have a museum there and I had some amazing soup and yep. apple strudel. I remember I eating that. I what I ate when I was you remember all this, all your there. soup. It was the best. It was like cream cheese apple strudel or something like that, oh, and yeah. then some some root vegetable soup. But that was, was a good a meal. sandwich that I didn't like so much. I can picture the little dining room in the museum. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That whole adventure, we took a bus. We did. It was a day trip. It went to the hill of Tara. Tara? Tara or Tara, I don't know how to pronounce it. And then Newgrange. It was really, really cool. We passed Sling Castle. Mm-hmm. Our bus picked us up across the street from the Shelbourne Hotel. Yes, you're correct. That's true. Yeah. Ask me what I did yesterday. I don't know. But I can <laughs> tell you what I had for lunch at Newgrange. <laughs> I think that's the first bus I was ever on that had Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, I think it was. That was really fucking cool. I was like, oh my god, there was no Wi-Fi. <laughs> and there was just on the way out there, there was this giant rainbow. Yes, huge, and you could see it end to end. Yeah, it was really really cool. It's very very um, Irish of them to provide that for us. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> we appreciated that. Absolutely. Um, but it was a. That was just a real. You know, I'm not always. I like history, but I'm not always into, like, I need to go to this place. I can sit at home and learn about it, too. You know, like, this is a place you have to see because there are no pictures that do this. No, and you just need to experience it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Head out the New Grange next time you're over there. And it, it's, you can go online. I can't remember the lady's name, but her name is Mary something, and she has day, day trips all around outside of Dublin. Oh, online? That's cool. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Garden Tart Hillary. In March, we celebrate our beloved green and gold, the Emerald Isle, and home to the four boys who rock our lives, Ireland. In honor of the Irish, our March charity is the Dublin Simon Community. The Dublin Simon Community is an organization to help the homeless. They provide emergency shelter, guidance, rehab, recovery and placement, among other services. All month, a portion of the proceeds from our merch store will be donated to the Simon Community. For more information, go to dubsimon.ie and visit us at thegardentarts.com. So enjoy your St. Patrick's Day shenanigans with green beer and Jameson, but also keep in mind the less fortunate. Salancha! What are um, we moving on to next? Brazen Head is the oldest pub in all of Ireland. And it happens to be in Dublin on Lower Bridge Street. And it was built or opened in 1198. Think about that one. I mean, 11, that's nuts. 823 years. The oldest pub in all of Ireland. 
is adorable and has amazing soup. Oh my gosh, the soup. See, that's what we can that's what we can do with Dublin for sure. We always know what the soup. soup we had. It's I wasn't I know like we're like the oldest pub in Ireland. What's this thing gonna look like? But you walk up to it and there's flowers in the entryway and we remember being gorgeous and we sat at the bar and we had soup and brown bread and it was just adorable and delightful. And it's definitely you know, old and dark and dank. Yeah, it's small. It's, yeah. It's, it's small. It's crazy that it's that old. I mean, it is. It's really close. Christchurch Cathedral is a place that people tend to know where it is in Dublin City. And if you don't know when you go, it, you'll probably go tour it. So it's really, really close to there. It's not far from Temple Bar. It's definitely a must-go see. I was looking at their website and some pictures, and I do feel like it is maybe could become a little more touristy than when we were there so long ago. That they've you know amped it up a bit. But yeah, and it's standing. I felt like we went at a weird time because we we went there to get drinks, but there was food, and I don't think it was like a meal time. I think we had had recently had a meal but we were there and they it sounded like they had good soup so we got soup i think you're right Um, yeah it was an odd time yeah but it i think i suspect that in any evening there is it's hard to get in there we just went you know at like 11 a.m on a tuesday or something yeah it's not earlier i don't even remember something like that yeah yeah so check out the brazen head What's I've never been there before. Oh. That was my first. I'd never been there before. I had never been there before either, and I have not been there since. No, but I would like make to a point to go back. Yeah, we need I to would take like Amanda. To Amanda really needs to go there. Yeah, it's just really good soup. But they did have like this kind of really cool like outdoor seating. I mean, yeah. obviously that's not the original building that was built in 18 in 11 whatever but it's 98 there's been a pub 1198 there's been a pub on that spot named the brazen head since 1198 yeah and it looks i mean i can't imagine how old the complete one that's still there has to be hundreds of years old too so i was trying to look on the internets to see if there were some really old pictures of the brazen head to see if it is different and there are just not any pictures but i'm just trying, it looks like a little castle it's so adorable it is it's a little archway to walk through with outdoor seating i think that's what mm-hmm. i was getting at before yeah there is yep. an area but we were there in Jan- the beginning of January and so it was cold as crap right. we didn't sit outside Right. but if I remember correctly they did have like a big fireplace I don't remember you tend to have a better memory about that stuff than I do yeah, I don't know again I have, I can't tell you what I did yesterday but <laughs> tell you whatever you reason at the New Rage Museum <laughs> I had tomato soup at the Brazen Head and the interesting thing is I don't like tomatoes but yeah. that soup was just so good. I kind of did. I guess I like the flavor. I just don't like the texture or something. I don't yeah. know. But I was really kind of pissed because they were like, our soup is 
know, cream of tomato or whatever. And I'm like, but I don't like tomatoes. And then I'm like, just get it. And I was glad I got it. Well, last time we were there, we were in a pub and we asked what the soup was. And they said it was vegetable soup. And to us here in America, that means like a minestrone. <laughs> mine comes out and you're like oh yes because I, I don't like that. vegetable soup I mean I like it I just oh gosh the Irish have the best soups such great soup like what the hell I don't know what they do oh. just so creamy and amazing okay should we move on yeah. okay we should move on what's next the temple bar district is really really touristy but now it, now, when I first went, it wasn't, but it's on the south bank of the Liffey, Dublin 2, and there's a lot of pubs, and there's nothing there except for places to eat and a couple hotels right. and an art center. Yeah. It's just all pubs as far as you can see, and it's fun. Even with touristy stuff going on, it's still fun to go there. Yeah, you just don't want to be there at height of the season because otherwise you're just drinking with a bunch of Americans. Exactly, which we were doing because we were there for a U2 show. So I, we didn't have any problems when we were there the yeah, trip before last. Yeah, when we've been there other times, it hasn't been as touristy. You're right, but it's still like the fact that there is a line almost any time of the day to get into the Temple Bar in Temple Bar is insane to me. It's just like not even worth it. When I I went to uh, University College Dublin for a semester in like fall winter 1996 and it was just like the cool hip place for local young folks to go. People were arty and they wanted to have a good time and there was lots of music and in the pubs and there was a little touristy stuff. You were surrounded by locals. It was amazing. I mean it was I don't know, the cool part of downtown where all the kids would go to play. It was amazing. But now I go there and I'm like, y'all are stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stupid drunk. There was some, I think it was early pandemic. There was some day where the Temple Bar Association or someone noticed that it was the first day in, I don't know how many years, there was no vomit in the streets. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's that's a that's a good so place. So if you're going to go to the Temple Bar District, go, because there's cool little shops. There's lots of, like, local art stores. The pubs are great, but go during the day and enjoy yourself if you really want to, like, see it when before it gets, like, really busy and drunk. Well, when we went, I think it was on your birthday night when we were there. Yeah. There wasn't a line to get in there. We just bar hopped. Maybe. We just walked in and thump. Yeah, because the those guys said, oh, we heard there were some Americans, Americans here. I guess I'm, I'm just, like, how, that was, how fast did that spread? spread? It was, oh my God, they ran out into the street. The Americans in here. <laughs> right. I don't like know what that was about. But that <laughs> ended up being a fun night. Fun night. Except you lost your sweater, didn't you? I did. I lost my layer yeah. on some nightclub dance floor. <laughs> it made me really sad. I can't picture it anymore, so I must be over it. It was the Viper Room, which I'm Viper sure is not there anymore at all. Oh that my gosh. Crazy. That place was crazy. But I mean, it's just, you know, I love it. I love the Turk's Head. Turk's Head, yep. 
we have so, we've had so much fun there and um it's gorgeous in there with the tile mosaics and stuff yeah and um the i think the story of that is there was a tree there uh-huh. and whoever owned the land said you you can build whatever you want but you can't kill the tree so they built this yeah club around the tree and the tree's long gone but it still was like mosaic stuff on mm-hmm. it it was really cool yeah really pretty and that is also where the clarence hotel is yeah the best boxy oh my gosh it is at gallagher's boxy house right in temple bar you gotta make a reservation because it's so busy now but oh my gosh such good boxy we even want a traditional irish meal as is, if you go to Gogarty's Pub, Oliver St. John's Gogarty's, they have really a kind of a traditional menu that is kind of catered toward tourists. So they have like a lot of different selections of different traditional stuff. They do a really nice job. Oh, it was at the Boxy place where we ordered, it was late at night. Mm-hmm. And we were like, can we get some Irish coffee? And yeah. the guy's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be right back. And apparently he went like across the street and bought coffee yeah like cups of coffee from another business and brought them i to remember us that i forgot about that we're like you just yeah. said you didn't have any coffee like we would totally <laughs> have been okay with that right oh my gosh that was really cute of him i forgot about that go ahead it was really late at night like i felt like we were keeping them there and i feel like a friend of ours got a flight of whiskey there too that she really enjoyed you're right with the whiskey stuff i was an okay whiskey drinker and now I'm really good at it compared to before we went to Jameson. So when we were last there, no, when we were there on that trip, when we did the whiskey stuff, which we'll get to in a minute, I was like, hell no, that shit is disgusting. It hurts. It burns. I don't want it. So I give everyone, spoiler, we're getting to the Jameson tour next. I would give everyone mine. You know what changed me was... My husband and I went to Bourbon Country for an anniversary. We went down to Louisville, Kentucky, and we had this, we got a flight of bourbon at this restaurant. We did the bourbon trail and a waitress was like, she figured me out. She's like, no, this is what, tell me what you like or don't really don't like about whiskeys and stuff. And I'm going to find bourbon that you like. Holy shit, she did it. So I learned that, I mean, whiskey and bourbon are related. So, right. It, it did me good. So we might, I don't need to go back to the Jameson distillery, but. No, oh, no. Yeah. But that was, I mean, I was okay with Jameson. And I think it was probably because drinking all yeah. the excess. Our fifth location is the Jameson distillery. <laughs> <Tour>. Yes. <laughs> At the end of the tour or sometime in the middle of the tour, you can get a sample of the Jameson, but they also had a non-alcoholic drink and maybe like a little mixed drink. It was Jameson with something else in it. And I think I had that. It was nice to have varieties. But oh, let's talk about Jameson for a minute. The yeah. original Jameson Distillery is in Dublin on the north side. It has been a staple. It was a staple there starting in 1780. It is now in Cork. There were a handful of Jameson distilleries around, but now the majority of it is distilled in Cork in the south 
western part of Ireland. But the tour is in Dublin of the old original distillery. And that's what we did. And it was fun. I mean, it's cool to learn how that's It was fun. Really interesting. But, I mean, it's like, I don't know, 45-minute tour that you could probably just do in 10 minutes. Right. Just... You well, know, half of it is just moving is, a group of people from one room to another. One room to the yeah. I have to say it's far more interesting than the tour of the Guinness Brewery because that's boring as crap. I mean, they like talk about eight thousand different kinds of hops and wheat and whatever, and you're just kind of like. But that's a, that's I a just brewery want, tour. Yeah, <laughs> it was just they do. It was just not of any interest to me. I, and I've done it twice, but it still oh, wasn't really done it once. Yeah. Yeah. But Jameson's so much better. That tour was so yeah. much better, more interesting. And I just felt like maybe it was just a, a better group of people. But it was, yeah. I wouldn't go there again, but I mean, if you are in Ireland, you should, and you're on the north side, you should probably check it out. Well, and it's a good reason. I mean, just go there. <laughs> you don't have to be on the north yeah. side to go. It just that just happens to be where. <laughs> We don't go to the north side often. No, we don't. We try We try not to. And um, that's the only thing on our list, actually, that is on the north side. I know. In the city, we had... Um, maybe we could, I could just read off the other places that we had. And in case people are like, what else, where else have they been? Without any description. We also talked about... Talking about... St. <laughs> Patrick's Cathedral where it is St. Patrick's Day. But I have been there, but Hillary has not. So we I've skipped that. Cliffs, Cliffs of Moher, Christchurch, Hill of Terra, which we, we we checked in on real quick. The Spire, the Stiffy on the Liffy, <laughs> the GPO, which is on the north side, General Post Office, Guinness, which we did a little bit, and Stephen's Green. Just spent a lot of time in Stephen's Green in my time. See, had- so... Did you ever go into Christchurch? I've been in there multiple times. I thought it was really interesting. It's gorgeous in there. Yeah. I never did any kind of official tour or anything, but I've been in there a few times. I think we had like a walking tour. I went with Amanda. Okay. We had a walking tour and we lit candles. Yeah, I've definitely lit candles in there. I know I went in when we went there for my honeymoon. I took Chris there and I'd been there before. Probably my... Oh, I'm sure I went when I was in school there, for sure. There are several landmarks we did not put on the list. One is P Street. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Really a place, except when you're staying across from Christchurch and you go to Temple Bar, when you're on your way back, that's when you have to pee. That's when you have to pee. Right there. Oh, I can't get back fast enough. (laughs) No, it's by... um, Dublin Castle, that's another good landmark. Yes. A tourist attraction that I thought was really interesting. And you can go, like, underground. It's so cool. We'll have to talk about that another time, too. P Street. Oh, my God. It's just like, you. that's it. it. Even if you don't have to pee, you get on that street, and it's like, oh, my God, now I have to pee. <laughs> that is hilarious. And it's not just me. I've been with three different groups of people really? and everyone has, <laughs> has had issues with P Street. 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of that perfect distance from where you have been drinking, but you're still a little too far from where you're staying. Right. That it feels like a problem. <laughs> yeah. They really yeah. should put, like, public restrooms there or something. <laughs> that would be gross, because everyone would have to pee. It would really be gross, but... <laughs> yeah, so... you're right. It probably would be better... This is just a wonderful to... tangent. <laughs> I know, right? I knew P Street would do it. That's a good one. Um, well, for next year, we have a ton of other things to talk about. Yeah, um, for sure. I wonder what our next year's app will be about. Maybe we'll go to, not for St. Patrick's Day, but maybe we'll have a trip to yeah. Dublin by then. I don't think so, but anything could happen. Everything can happen. Oh my gosh, to be there for St. Patrick's Day? I mean, you would just have to be in the right place. My, I have a friend that went for St. Patrick's Day, and I was just like, God bless you, because you could not get me in there. You could mm-hmm. not get me to Temple Bar on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, God, no. You'd have to find us <laughs> to go. You'd have to. I mean, that's like. Local friend. You know, we have a local Times friend Square that would take care of us. Yeah, it's like Times Square on New Year's Eve. Like, those are places you just don't want to be. But anyway. Well, that was fun. Enjoy your drinks and such. And, Stay uh, safe. And don't drink and drive and wear your mask. Don't be out in crazy public. You can celebrate St. Patrick's Day from home. And don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. And uh, be sure to tip your wait staff. Yes. Especially. Tip Closing time. Tip them extra special on St. Patrick's Day. And uh-huh. just keep in mind, you know, when it's closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay there. It's true. Thank you, Semisonic. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they originated that. <laughs> no, they, they didn't, but do, they didn't. do you know what the song is about, actually? I do. I actually heard it straight from him. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the cool. baby being born. <laughs> Okay, y'all. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. And until next week. Are you ready for this? Yeah. May your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Slancha. Slancha. Cheers, y'all. La. La. (laughs) Hey there, friends, fans, and listeners. Jenny here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a pretty big U2 fan. And if you're a pretty big U2 fan, you probably know about Bono's work in Africa through the organizations Red and One. Now, more than ever, it is imperative we give them our support as they are not only fighting the AIDS pandemic, but also the COVID-19 pandemic. And you can help. Go to red.org and one.org to find out how you can be involved.